tough night for your twin brother, Jordan Love, last night. Yeah, it does. I'm sure there's a uh, newspaper article out there that says Love Hurts or something. They've had love of, Hurts. They've uh, had a lot of fun with that name. <clears throat> a whole lot of love, all the things you can do with that. I don't know about bar up in uh, Milwaukee. may have had something about that last night. She, she had sent me a... Uh, Hey, it was more the Jets, was it? But the, the, the Packers, uh, they, I don't know if they had anything about that or not. It's maybe when the Jets and Packers, they don't play again, obviously, but maybe something when they're both on, they're doing something. She sent me a text and I didn't read it all the way. Oh, horse collar. Watch a little bit of highlights here. Uh, anyway, the final in that game was 17 13 uh, last night. The um, losing, I want to just get this in real quick. The losing pitcher for the Dodgers, Miller. Uh, gave up three earned runs and four hits and one and two third innings. I mean, their starting pitchers have pitched a total of two innings. Kershaw and Miller have gone two innings. Kershaw one third, and he went one and two thirds. A little bit odd there. I thought I'd throw that out there before we moved on. Um, the Packers played host. No, they played out in uh, Las Vegas, too. It felt like they were hosting. Yeah, they played in uh, in uh, Las Vegas, which is still kind of weird. It's just, they had such a great home foot advantage. The Ra- they, aren't, they aren't like the Chargers. It hasn't always been this way. The Raiders used to have a very good home foot uh, advantage. It was kind of taken away from them a little bit. The black hole. Yeah, it's it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, I get we all know why they did it, and it's, it's a very nice stadium, very cool place, but I miss them in Oakland. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's... They went down to L.A. for a few years and then came back up uh, to L.A. What's his name? Davis, uh, the owner. Al Davis. Al Davis. How can I forget Al? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello. Um, he he always wanted. He and the NFL didn't get along real well. Was the story there? So uh, they moved. And they moved, and they moved back, and they threatened to move again, and finally they moved to Las Raiders Vegas, are, of all things. Raiders have always kind of been that outlaw franchise. That's yes, kind they of have been. Their, uh, the black win. hole and just win, baby. Yeah. Uh, Garoppolo, 22 for 31, 208, one TD, one pick. Speaking of just win, he just never really impresses you, but he does win a lot. <laughs> he just keeps winning. <laughs> Oh, God. And we all know that he has a good setup there in Vegas. <laughs> Very good setup. Card Blanche, I yeah. think it's called. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I didn't know he was supposed to. I thought he was out again this because he missed last week a concussion. Their rookie, Aiden O'Connell, will come in. But yeah, he came back and did what he usually does. Didn't, didn't do anything spectacular. He's good in between the numbers, short throws. But he's going to make a mistake at least once a game, like a big mistake. He's not going to wow you, but he, he does win. <laughs> And there's something to be said about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Jordan Love, 16 for 30, a buck 82. It was tough. That's only six yards per attempt. That's below. And he threw the three picks I mentioned a moment ago. There's probably been at least one year where your uh, brother, twice removed, probably only threw three. Fruitcake probably only threw a f- fool. <laughs> You're so busy trying to make fun of him. <laughs> I just it's been all it's been like this morning. I'm stumbling over my tongue all morning. Oh goodness! Oh, uh, like seasons that he's probably thrown less than three. Three or three, yeah. yeah. He's thrown probably just three. Now I know he threw four once, and I can look up to see if he did it. Uh, in 2018, he only threw two. Well, there you go. <laughs> and Jordan Love threw three last night. You don't think the Green Bay fans are going to be, uh, you know, talking about that one? Harumph, harumph, harumph. You know, like they said in Blazing Saddles, harumph, right. harumph, harumph. I mean, that, they've got to be going, Ugh. 
I mean, what's his numbers on the year? I mean, I think he's eight touchdowns, six interceptions. That offensive line is terrible. Um, they were kind of working him in slowly with a run game heavy offense, and he looked good early, but now they're putting a little bit more on his shoulders, and he's just not quite ready. I think he's he can make all the throws. He's got the talent. I just I don't know. I think he could be a middle tier kind of quarterback. Well, here's the deal. You want other numbers on the year? Yeah. He's only completed fifty-five. That's a big point six percent. In this day and age, you got to be upper sixties minimum. Because I mean, you, you look at. I mean, Hal threw over seventy percent. Another quarterback this weekend had seventy-two percent, and he's got a thousand eighty-three yards, which he's on pace to do about thirty-four hundred. Uh, the problem there, he's thrown six picks in five games, right? Right. I mean, you, you said about the completion percentage. I mean, Cam Newton, part of the reason he fell out of the league was his completion percentage, and he was at least at 60%. Well, Love is on pace to throw 20 picks. You could put a string of seasons together that Fruitcake, like in three years, didn't throw 20 picks. And I'm not a Fruitcake fan. You know that. 1,083 yards divided by the five times the 17 is 3,700 3, yards. 3,700 yards. Man, probably about what, 24, 26 touchdowns, 20 picks. His rating is 77.3. What really hurts is that completion percentage of just under 56%. That one hurts. All right, let's go to Larry. Larry, what's happening, Larry? Not much, Al. Um, hey, I was <clears throat> that game last night. I mean, this coach, you know, he's a Belichick guy. Um, for the Vegas, and he was atrocious last night. Like, I can't believe he can stand up and be so happy after a win. He, you saw he didn't go for, well, I don't, you probably weren't watching it, but he, he could have melted the game from fourth and less than one. Instead, he decides to kick a 53-yard field goal, and they miss. And they could have lost the game. He was so conservative last night. I mean, he's a Belichick guy. Everybody, these Belichick people are terrible. And it's frustrating because I hate when people don't get called out for their for for them being poor. Well, first of all, you, I want to give him a shot. You know, give him give him a chance. It's his first year starting, and it's like Sam Howell. Look at the game he had against. Oh, Josh McDaniels. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the quarterback. I apologize. Um, you uh, t- yeah, McDaniels. Yeah, he, McDaniels went to where was he before Denver? Denver. And yeah. he did pathetic. He was bad. Yeah. He's bad. I, you know, sometimes a coaching tree is successful. Sometimes it's not. Uh, which to me talks to, to me what that means is the head coach is great. His assistants are very good, but not not really top flight coaches in their own right. Right, and that's what happened. Um, that's what happened there. I mean, Joe Gibbs didn't really have a great coaching tree uh, because no, Gibbs true. was so good. Gibbs really didn't have one, did he? No, he had a few guys uh, that, that went out there. Richie but Richie Pettibone. Well, Pettibone just was there one year, and and uh, Jack Kent Cook was going to put up with one. Go put up with that. But I'm thinking, talking about guys that was the who was the guy that was the offensive coordinator for a long time. I can see him. I can't remember his name. And then you had the uh, line coach that then came up with the name Hogs. Uh, he went out there and did okay, didn't do much, and there was one or two others. I mean, How about Terry Robisky? He was awful. Robisky followed Turner. Yeah. For three for three games. 
He won. He won anybody. He won a branch on any tree. Uh, he went one and two. Uh, there's other coaches out there. I mean, look at look at a couple right there. You talk about uh, Josh McDaniel, and you talk about Matt Patricia in Detroit. Those are two of the branches that didn't do well. Uh, Vrabel's done okay down in Tennessee under the uh, the the tree of uh, the tree of. Uh, he was. Just, he was actually just a player uh, with New England. Vrabel. Yeah, but he, I mean, yeah, yeah, he's true. coaching now, though. Yeah, so he's part of the yeah. part of it. He, well, I know Brian, he didn't coach New England, but he went from playing to coaching. He's certainly worked under worked under him. So Brian, I consider him part of a branch. Ryan in the Flores for the Dolphins had two winning seasons. Ultimately, some weird things went on, but he wasn't a total failure. With no, him. better have than a, he, it's, it's a mixed bag at yeah. best. No, it's not good. No, he's the, Flores, he's the best. Flores <laughs> is a. Uh, um, he he stirred up a bunch of race issues. Um, <laughs> hey, but listen to this. How about now? Here's something that really got me upset. Carolina, you know they're zero and five. That coach last year for Carolina deserved that head coaching job. I mean that guy was Thank unbelievable. You, they were playing so hard for him. Um, African American guy. I don't know his name. All right, they did not give him the job. They hired some old white privilege Frank Reich, and look what he's doing: Owen five, doing nothing. Hey, wait a minute, I mean, wait a minute, back up, did... back up a second. What do you mean privileged? I mean, what Frank, he played? Wait, 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 wait. He played. I mean, he played quarterback in college at Maryland. All right, and, and he earned. He got drafted. He played for Buffalo and maybe somebody else. He's, it doesn't mean he's privileged. I mean, if he, if he know, went to Maryland and played football, I mean, uh, I think it was he's Maryland. He's had many chances is what I'm saying. Well, how many he's, places has he coached? Uh, I think this is his third. I don't know. I mean, second or the third. Colts, and and yes, I will back up and say the guy that coached last year when uh, Hooterville Rudebaker got fired, I didn't like him. Or I thought he was a lousy pick to coach <laughs> down. He came out of Baylor and couldn't do squat Matt in the Rule. pros. Uh, Matt yeah. Rule, thank you. And the, 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 the guy that replaced him did a very good job. I agree with you. My only <laughs> bone of contention with you is you just automatically, because he's white, he's privileged. Well, no, that's not always the case. That's not the case. Know, okay, but... well, it's not funny because, you know, it's too much it's of that not, crap going on. You know, the, the coach, the, the black man that was coaching the Panthers at the time, yes, he deserved a shot, in my opinion. I agree with you there. But just don't throw the word privilege because he's white on him. I know. That's just one of the... No, little... it's just not right. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so that guy, I don't even know. Bruce, do you even know where he's at now? I mean, uh, I, I saw him somewhere, but I don't know what where I saw him. He's the uh, def- um, he's the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, so he will get another opportunity. He better oh get another opportunity. Oh, my gosh. What a winner. This guy's such a winner. Carolina blew their, blew, their, blew their chance. That's what this. That's what that organization does. They're, they're not very well run. <laughs> I'm um, starting what from the top. The guy, the um, who was that guy? <laughs> the owner, uh, Cunningham. He's a new guy. He's nouveau riche and all that. Look that up. I know you don't know what it means, but look it up, <laughs> and, and you'll see this this guy, David uh, Tepper. Yeah, David Tepper. He he, he, he did it with a, something called Tepperware. Go ahead. <laughs> Tupperware. Um, yeah. So uh, because Vegas is such a Everybody cheers for Vegas, right? I mean, because everybody loves Vegas. Vegas no, just brings out joy no, in people. No, I don't pull for Vegas. 
You don't like you don't like want to see that franchise do well. I don't give a flying monkey's butt about that franchise. What are you nuts? <laughs> what do I care about the Raiders for? I like Raider Billy. I like Raider Joe. I mean, that's it, it, about where the sidewalk ends there, Moose. What do I care about the Raiders for? They beat us in the Super Bowl way back when. They beat us thirty-eight to nine. What do I care about the Raiders? Nobody yeah, cares. Mickey Mantle doesn't care. Nobody cares. <laughs> Hey, but I mean, just Las Vegas. I mean, I everybody. Care. Las Vegas brings joy to people. Well, it brings a lot of sadness, sorrow, and a debit, and a debt in their account <laughs> because you know what? It's tilted towards the house, Hoss. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just was upset. We're, uh, I got some family members heading out to the Vegas Minnesota game in a couple months. And, oh, I'm, uh, I'm jacked up about that. <laughs> we gotta go hey, well, before you tell me. No, wait, I gotta tell you more. We gotta, we gotta get, we gotta get to a pause about the Raiders. Hey, uh, okay, and um, last last thing, the black and gold game for VCU is Saturday. So I'm gonna give you a um, talk or a call next week and let you know what I think. Okay, sounds great. Um, just to let you know that VC that let's just let you know that basketballs. Coming this I, weekend. I didn't know that. Are you kidding yeah. me? There's basket. I don't even know what basketball is. Um, <laughs> yeah. So VCU and get your your coaches back on the horn. Who is it? Red and uh, I always forget their names. The guy that doesn't like me, I forget his name. John Averett. Uh, yeah, Averett. Yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah, you get it made up for because I, li- I I like you. I just got to correct you a lot. <laughs> Thank you, partner. And uh, tell Avery maybe to be nice to me this year. Uh, no, I'm going to let him be what he is. Yeah, I'm not going to tell him to. you, you, you got to be who you are. we got to get to a pause, though. Yes, I know. We'll have Averett and Habo on in three weeks. Three weeks from tomorrow, November 1st, to start talking college hoops. You got it there, Whistle? Habo reminds me of Google. He thinks he knows everything. Let me tell you something there, short pants. He knows a lot. He, Habo knows a lot. He's a smart man. Uh, okay. All, All right. right. Thanks, it's, 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 Take it's, care. Have a great day. It's legitimate. He's smart. He went. You know. He went to UVA. <laughs> Would you gotten into UVA? No. No. I'm, a, I'm not. I'm not nearly smart. I'm not that smart. <laughs> I've been to UVA. I've been to Harvard. I've been to Stanford. That's all I need to tell you. There you go. Yeah. I went uh, to ODU though, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> My three and three monarchs. Man, are we behind? It's already seventeen after. Oh, golly! Having one of those days. Uh, Stay with us. I'm still having fun. You got to laugh at myself because why is I got to laugh at myself? Uh, if you don't do it, someone else will. I know that. No, no, sure. no. You've come on, I've said it a lot now. Well, if, if you're not having fun, the listeners not now, having fun. If I'm not making fun of myself for the last. You can't make other. Can't I can't make, make fun of others. Okay. Are, yeah, I can't laugh at others. Yeah, right. there you go. All right, let's go, doggy. Run that board. The hashtag crew every morning at ten. It's Greenie starting at ten o'clock after sports phone with Big Al on one zero six one ESPN, streaming live on the iHeartRadio app. Man, what time? We're moving right along this day, aren't we? Fumbling, bumbling, and stumbling all the way. Just one of those days. There's so much going on. We talked about Jordan Love a few minutes ago and what he's done or hadn't done. 
then I said, well, you know, uh, Sam Howell. Jordan Love's just he started five games. Howell, six games. Jordan Love's been in the league. This is his fourth year. Three years backing up uh, Rodgers. Now, I, I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I don't think we know. Um, how much did Fruitcake help Jordan Love? Advise. Coach up. That kind of thing. Yeah, probably, I would say minimally. Minimal amount of help. What do you think? You think he got down there and taught him how to play the, the position of quarterback? I don't think he worried too much about that. I do know he uh-huh. called him. Before, we, we saw the report that he called him before his first game. He's been in contact. Well, I think he's been a better mentor now that he's left the Packers. Now that Jordan Love isn't a possible threat to him, he's been a lot. Yeah. He's been a better mentor. That's kind of how Aaron Rodgers works. Now, this ranking, I don't know if this was before last night or uh, after last night, but Jordan Love's 22nd and Sam Howell's 23rd. Brock Purdy is 24th. In what? Quarterback rankings. Daniel Jones, 14th. This must have been done before the season started. Yeah, That's totally. what I'm guessing. Daniel Jones. Dan Jones, 14. Please. That guy is risking being a starter here soon. Uh, Russell Wilson, 18th. They just got 13 through 24 on the board. Anyway, uh, talking about Sam Howell. Uh, I didn't realize he's from uh, Waynesville, North Carolina. Did you know that? I think I heard that. For, I heard some interview with him preseason. They were talking <clears throat> about North Carolina. I don't think he's 6'1", do you? No. I don't think he is. A lot of people that say they're 6'1", are not 6'1". Well, of, of quarterbacks when you see these guys. Um, well, somebody asked me yesterday, how tall are you? I said, I don't know. You tell me. Well, it's and it's funny. Kevin Durant does the opposite. He's always said that he's like, he's always said that he's under seven foot. He is clearly a seven footer when you see him stand well, next to others. I told the person, I used to be 6'3". I'm 6'2 now, I guess. I don't care. Put it on the chart at 6'2". I don't care. Right. What do I care? Yeah. You can put, you can put me down at 5'4 if you want. Yeah, it doesn't really doesn't matter. matter to me. You are what you how are. How tall are you? You are you what are. What are the doctors also need to know how freaking tall I am? Yeah, that's the one that impacts you the least, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, I understand weight and some other things, but height weight's more important. Yeah, height does not really. It's you kind of are what are you? you are. I don't know. I'm giving Tom Thumb a run for his money. Take a look at me. What do you think? But yeah, I don't. You know who Tom Thumb was, right? I think I've heard that name before. Little guy about you know three eleven or something. But yeah, I don't think Sam Howe is six one. Now, see, we were talking about that. We were talking about uh, Jordan Love with your twin brother Larry. Right. Uh, and his uh, a fun fact for Jordan Love: his completion percentage is behind Zach Wilson's. Oh. Kenny Pickett's and Anthony Richardson. It's he is the lowest of all the starting quarterbacks. 55.6. Yeah, he's lower than a yeah. couple backups that have come in. Uh, how? And a lot of these were dump offs late in the game. You know, trying to move the ball, for example, against the Bears at the end. You know, he kind of he enhanced his numbers by doing the easy way of doing it. I mean, taking what they gave him, which is short pass. The game was over, and, he, and he's stockpiling uh, numbers. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's hit. He's connected on sixty-eight and a half percent of his passes, thirteen hundred and forty-nine yards, six TDs and six picks. Four in the Buffalo game. <coughs> so, other than the Buffalo game, he's averaging a pick a game. Yeah, you throw it, but you can't throw it out. No, it's part of the. Resume. But his rating is eighty-six. Right. Yeah, he's a rookie for all intent and purposes. He is. I believe he. The Falcons are going to beat Washington. Yes. No. Come on. I got the Falcons. How? I mean, what? We what? I got the Commanders winning. How? 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 Because of how? how. 
Well, why, why do you feel so oh, good about the I, Falcons? Did I offend somebody? Why hey, speaking of that, let me digress for a moment and get off this one for a while. Come back to Washington. Uh-oh. But I got this in my coconut. I'm watching the Braves last night. They're playing at home. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Braves, okay? Right. That, they've got a tomahawk on their jersey. Uh, yeah. They got the guys doing the tomahawk chop, physically doing it, and they're doing their chant. Uh, 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 yeah, like, the, you know, like Florida State does, too. Yeah, Don't the Chiefs do that, too? Sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. Well, they're, I mean, their logo's right in line with the Braves. <laughs> well, there's an arrowhead. Yeah. But, which you, know. Is, you, know, you find an arrowhead in your front yard. You... Anyway, but why do the Braves continue to get to be Braves with a tomahawk on their uniform and a tomahawk physical chop and a, and a tomahawk chant. And, and the Redskins can't be the Redskins. The Indians couldn't be the Indians. We America couldn't be the Indians years ago. I, I never, they had to take the feather off their helmet. Right, I don't know. Oh, my God. All birds of America quit living. I know uh, I know. Uh, they the Braves had a couple groups come after them, and they kind of just said, no, no, we're not changing it. So I, I don't know the exact details of that story, but I know there was a movement to try and get it changed. Just didn't happen. I mean, it may happen next year. Who knows? But um, <coughs> I, it's, it's it's just different. Some teams can keep their names. Some teams can't. I don't. I just I, at the end of the day, I understand. It's I'm not the person to speak on it because it doesn't impact me. But <coughs> I just me. at the end of the day, I do think it's a football team's name, and there's more important issues out there. But that's mm. just my two cents. But like I said, it What'd doesn't. I, it, I, it doesn't impact me. Um, it just, I just think there are more <laughs> important me. things out there than football team names. All right, why is Atlanta going to be Washington? It's a home game for the Falcons. I, I'm not a. I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, Desmond Ritter. I don't. I don't think he's he's anything to write home about. Four touchdowns, three interceptions, just over a thousand yards. Bijan Robinson is pretty special. Yeah, I was going to say he does. Something that's what against, I was going to get to. He does something each game that is just pretty incredible. But their receivers are terrible at getting separation. Uh, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Mac Hollins, they're all big. They can get some jump balls, but. Uh, Desmond Ritter, you can see when you watch him, he's waiting for these guys to get separated, probably a little bit like it was in college. Mm-hmm. He's got to learn that's not how it works. But these aren't receivers that are breaking away. Um, they're not. They, he's got to throw a lot of contested balls, and that's a different type of football you have to throw. <laughs> and he hasn't adjusted properly to that. So Bijan Robinson is the number one thing. I think if you key on him and slow him down, Falcons. You how many yards him. a game does he think he has? Bijan Robinson. Mm, that's so Like total it. yards? Or total yards and or yards per game. 107. 73. Ah, so yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. He he makes a couple big plays, but he yeah, they just they don't get a whole they're not as, a, as long as 38 yards. He's got 67 attempts, 364 yards. So yeah, just I I've only seen the big plays then in that case. Washington, another Robinson, oh by the way, as you know. 67 carries, same number of carries. But he's only got 271 yards as opposed to 364. So 93 less yards. 54 a game is all he gets. Four yards a carry is long. It's the problem Washington brought up the other day. They've got no team speed, which is wrong grammar. I understand that. They have no team speed. They have no team speed. They don't. They don't. Washington beat Atlanta last year, barely. 17, 12, no, it was a One score. of those close games. It was close. With your twin brother. Uh, Taylor Heineke. Thank you, golly, how quickly. Anyway, Taylor Heineke. 
you're you're monarch. Yes, sir. Right. You're king. That's right. You're president. Right there. You're El Presidente. Take him a cigar. He's a proud ODU monarch, unlike <laughs> yes, one is. of our other monarchs that doesn't show a lot of pride in it. Who was that? A guy playing in the major leagues for in baseball. All right. I'll bite. Uh, he plays for the Astros. Oh. I've oh. not heard him say that word. Well, I don't know. you got to find out about that. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <sighs> okay, move right along. <laughs> So, how are they going to beat Washington? You talk about the quarterback, Riddick, you don't know about. You say, I don't know about him. Okay. So, you think Washington's going to beat him because of that? Excuse me, I had it backwards. You think Washington's going to beat them? I do. I, I, I think that they are. I think the Ryder, talent, Desmond Ryder, I call him Riddick. Desmond Ryder. Ritter. Yeah, Ritter. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't Ryder, think, yeah. I don't think it's a big talent difference. And I think that the fact the Falcons receivers do not get a whole lot of separation. And You know what his completion percentage is? It's, it, I'm not sure. It's right there not. with Hal, just under Hal, 65 and a half. Okay. It's not, and they, they're another team. Man, they, I remember he, the first game of the year, he was like five of five and had negative one yards. They throw a lot of dump offs and stuff like that. <coughs> um, um, it's not an explosive offense. No. It's not. Um, I think I really do think the Bears' offense had a little more upside than this uh, Falcons' well, offense. The Bears looked at the tape on the Eagles and they saw that the kid rookie could be beat Forbes. Right. Whatever he could get beat, and guess what? They went out and they proved it. Moore had a career day. AJ Brown, one seventy-five more, two hundred thirty. Now they took him out midway through the third or fourth quarter. Oh, good lord! We do need to take a break. So. Uh, I don't see – we'll talk about this when we return. Let's talk about the points that Washington's allowed in their last four games. All right, stay with us right here on 106.1 ESPN. This weekend, the Spiders travel to take on the Rams. No, not those Rams. The Rhode Island Rams. Our coverage begins Saturday afternoon at 1230. Here on your exclusive home for the Richmond Spiders. 1061 ESPN. If you want to buy a set. We went to our pause to hear from our final sponsors. I was going to ask you, you know how many points Washington's given up in the last four games, and how much they've given up in each game? I don't know. I do know they've given up the second most points in the league. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Denver is, it's like, they Denver's given up like the second most through five games since the NFL merger or something like that. Yeah, probably. Denver's historically bad on defense. Well, they're giving up 36 a game. Yeah. For all five, <laughs> well, and Washington's me. not too far behind. No, they're not far. They held they held the, the Arizona Cardinals to sixteen points. Other than that, they're averaging thirty six, same as Denver in their other four games. You throw out Miami for Denver. You throw out the Cardinals for Washington, and Washington's the worst. Yeah, Washington's given up thirty three, and you know there those six of that was a fluke, right? With um, they are the, the Hail Mary from, from Russell Wilson against the Redskins. All right, but still, they got it. Yeah. They gave up 37 to Buffalo the next week. That's 72 games. They gave up 34 to the Eagles, and they gave up 40 to the 0 14 Bears. That was rock bottom. 
Yeah, I mean, Eagles and Bills are going to score on a lot of people. That's, Bills, well, but Bears, 40s. Just. Yeah, no, like the Bills put up 48 on the Dolphins. Bills are going to score on a lot of people. They had a bad offensive day on Sunday, but, um, that yeah, the Bears is bad. They, like you said, 0-4 um, so far coming into that game, but 0-14 over out since, uh, what, last October when they beat the New England Patriots. So, yeah, that, that was that was rock bottom. October 24th was their last win before beating Washington this past Sunday. Right. Now, they're averaging 18.75 points a game coming into the Washington game, and they put up 40. Yeah. They found the weakness, which is the new rookie cornerback, uh, and he's been torched in the last two games. Washington, their last four games, has given up 144. That's easily divisible by 4, by 12, and some other numbers as well. You know, 12 times 12 is 144. 144 divided by 44 is 36. Because 36 times 2 is 72 times 2 is 144. Plain and simple. So, you tell me how they're going to beat the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I mean, the Falcons are not a juggernaut. They're 3-2. and two. We're, Washington's 2-3. and three. Uh, Washington's lost three in a row. Atlanta won last week. Atlanta, now they're, I'll give them this. They're only averaging 16 points a game, 17 points a game. Yeah, no, they're you know, but yeah, they're getting to play Washington's defense, which has given up thirty six points per game in their last four. You you, you, know, you throw in the one third, the when I say one forty four plus sixteen is one sixty. Even when you put in the Rams game, they're allowing thirty two points a game. You want what do you want to put on this? Oh, nothing. I don't. No, feel, no. Come on. No, I'm put something. I'll on take it. the Falcons then. I'm. I, I don't feel confident. I'm not, <laughs> I will never put money or anything on the Commanders. Smoked this year. out. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not betting. I don't feel. I told you in the break. I don't. I've just is just a gut feeling that I think the Commanders will win, but I do not have any other than the fact I don't think the Falcons' uh, weapons are going to be able to really do anything against that <laughs> Commanders. Uh, secondary, I just I don't feel strongly about it. I just think the Commanders are going to win. When you uh, when you said you're taking the the Washington team, that's when we should have hit that you cannot be serious, right? Uh, yeah, with, no, with no, your boy, there's no conviction to this. Pick. No, I know you're just taking them because you think they have a chance of winning. Yeah, I, yeah, I, just, I, I know we're not going to bet anything. I know the milkshake would be the top thing. I have a feeling. I just I just I think these uh, the Falcons I think are going to be in a lot of close games this year, and I just think this is one of the ones that goes the other way for them. If their defense doesn't tighten up, no, if if they get if they get torched by Atlanta, <coughs> it's it's time for Jack Del Rio to go. I, I mean that I think, that night that night. I think the new kid ain't gonna ain't gonna start this week. The rookie uh, cornerback. Yeah. He would be probably on Drake London, who, like I said, he doesn't get a lot of separation, but he's big, six five. He's talented. If this Falcons, I mean, if Bijan Robinson goes crazy, it's one thing, but if. But if they have, if like the entire, if they score like 30, 35, because it's not a good offense, it's it's time to get rid of Del Rio. I mean, th- this offense should not carve you up. It's a it's a mediocre offense with a little bit of talent, but I mean, it's got some talented pieces, but not being utilized properly. So I should say. Well, look at numbers, and of course, you're playing different schedules. Atlanta is averaging three hundred sixteen yards a game. 219 through the air, 121 on the ground, and Robinson for Atlanta is averaging, as I mentioned to you, just 73. You were thinking 108. Yeah, so somewhere around there. They're definitely better running than pass, uh, better at running the ball. Washington is uh, the only thing between Atlanta and, C- and Washington, Seattle. Now, if you're flying, that's of course, but they're traveling. But uh, Seattle, yeah, they had off this past week. Anyway, Washington is averaging 324 yards a game, seven more than Atlanta. Uh, through the air, 260, not 270 through the air, to Atlanta's 219. Washington's only running for 91 a game. 
versus their 120. They, they run for 30 more yards a game. Yeah, they're definitely going to try ball control. That's 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 their method. They they're not a team. If you get them down by enough, it's it's pretty much over. But they're definitely a ball control, old fashioned kind of run first offense. Set well, up the pass. Washington's running and scoring twenty two points a game. You think, of course, three of that's Buffalo. You take that away, and they have a you know been probably about twenty five points a game. But that's okay. You played Buffalo. You only got three, and that's the name of the game. All the numbers add up. You are what your record is. Right. And that kind of thing. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I don't see think. what happens. I don't. I mean, maybe there's someone out there who feels incredibly strongly about this game, but I don't think many people have like a no. sure conviction on it. No, I tell you what else, guy. Whichever network's carrying it, it used to be just Fox. Now they kind of you know merge things a little bit. They'll have the lowest ranked uh, announcing team. You think so? Uh, what about Vikings Bears without Justin Jefferson? Well, yeah, you throw just yeah, but I, I'd still think. I guess there's some intrigue now with Justin Fields back to back good games. People want people want to see what he can be. Yeah, I would think they would get a, a better announcing team than Washington. Yeah, Atlanta. no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Detroit and Tampa, same thing. Lions are this is a four and one versus a three and one. They're going to get a better team, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Cardinals Rams won't get a great one, but I mean, I yeah, it's, Washington Atlanta. Yeah, it's not going to get good. No. Anyway, all right. Well, we were behind for our last pause. Let's uh, get out here now while we're close to where we should be, and uh, and hear from our fine sponsors. The, uh, the Braves won last night. The Dodgers won last night. The Packers got beat last night. The Raiders won at home. And Jimmy Garoppolo went out and celebrated with plenty of free offers. Uh, and uh, that would be a guess. Don't know for sure. But he had the, they're there if he wants them. Let's take a pause right here. 106.1 ESPN. The Cowboys are California dreaming under the lights. This time on a Monday in SoFi Stadium against Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. Kickoff for this Monday night party is set for 8-15 and we'll have all the action right here on your home for the Dallas Cowboys. 106.1 ESPN Richmond. I was reading a story this story this morning, and uh, it talked about. Uh, I guess a writer would talk to a player, and I can't find it now. I talking. I meant to mark it, and I didn't. <clears throat> about how five or six days off will hurt it. Like I talk about. I mean, it's, you know, you look at history of baseball, and you see in that situation where there's time off. It can hurt. It happened to my Tigers back in the back in which World Series was it? The uh, maybe it's 06, maybe it was one of the other years. Twelve. They had a, they had off five or six days. You just baseball is like a heartbeat. It's just it's there every day. Bam, bam, bam. And if your heart stops beating for five, <laughs> that'd be a trick, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, my heart hadn't beat for five days. I, hey, listen, I, I left. I met the devil. I saw uh, Mr. Jesus Christ. God had me in for a drink. You know, God the Father, you know, now I'm back here on it. The Holy Spirit put some ointment on my forehead. And, you know, what the hey? I said, let's, let's go back. But uh, seriously, though, and this is what I talk about every year. And doggone, I wish I could find it. Maybe I'll find it when I go off the air and have it for tomorrow. But it's uh, it really it was about what I talk about. And that is 
you can't take that time off. Yeah, you can set your pitching lineup, and yeah, you can play fake games, you know, but this just in. Ain't nothing like a real game. Fake is not as good as real. That carries over. A lot of things in life. And you want to hit a you want to have a fake steak sandwich? You want to have a fake T-bone? No. And, and so what I'm saying is it validated what I've been saying for years was uh, what this one player had said that it just gets you get out of your natural rhythm of baseball. Baseball now they have 18 days off or so during the course of the year, maybe 20 now. It's, it's in that range. Yeah, but it's generally one day except for the All-Star break. And then everybody's off then. So everybody's got to get back in their groove after four days off. There's a, there's a groove. There's a, there's, a, there's a certain rhythm to baseball. Baseball has its natural rhythm. And you don't take days off. And when you get away from it for five days, yeah, you might have your pitching sit, but you're hitting. They can do anything. Look, exhibit A, the Atlanta Braves, 14 in the third innings without a run at home. They didn't get shut out at home all year. Nothing. Nothing. 300-some-odd home runs, tying the Twins. Right. Most runs scored in, the, in majors this year. They hadn't been shut out since the series with the uh, with Boston. I think it was early in the summer was the last time they had been shut out. In Boston. I, I can't remember if it was in Boston or Atlanta. Uh, what I heard or read was they haven't been shut out home yeah, all year. Pro- that's probably what it was. It was probably in Boston. I remember yeah. Ben Ingram bringing that up. It had not happened. I think that was <clears throat> June or July. So don't don't minimize the time off by the four, four teams. Look at the teams that, that had four off. Baltimore's down two zip. Minnesota and Houston are 1-1. One, one. Uh, Atlanta and Philadelphia are 1-1 one, one because Atlanta came back after 14 or 3rd innings. And Arizona's up 2 nothing over the Dodgers. Uh, to me, that spells a 6-2 to two advantage over those that played. So don't get me setting pitching rotations and, and uh, you know ch- chatter and infield talk. Th- this is real. You take the time off and this is what you can. It can't do have every time, but it can certainly get you off your feed. You're, you're not, I mean, six to two, the teams, that's the cumulative record of the teams playing the teams right now that didn't play. The rest, for, I mean, six the rest, to two. The rest versus rust thing. And it comes yeah. up in other sports, but I think baseball the most. Yeah, baseball the most. But it, but it, certainly, I, I, it certainly gets talked about. It's, it's talked about in all of them, and baseball is where it's the most prevalent. Well, in football, you need it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, in but baseball. It, but, it, but it has hurt some number one seeds in recent memory. It's, it's the rhythm, Buddy Rowe. It's the rhythm of baseball. It's like the ocean. It's like the, the waves coming in the ocean. The, the, everything, everything about it is there. Um, your heartbeat. Anything. It's just you can't just break it up and take it off. All right, uh, we've got the Astros and Twins today at four. Orioles and Rangers at eight. So maybe by then it should be you know, not just during progress, but from the start. Uh, four and eight are your times. Uh, tomorrow your times are two oh seven and five oh seven. So there will be no uh, today or tomorrow, no uh, Matt, no Bob, right? Today or tomorrow. Right. Um, Wednesday, we got uh, Braves and Phillies, and then Orioles, Rangers, Dodgers. We got four games on Wednesday. All right. And then Thursday, uh, we got Braves, Phillies at 6.07. And then Dodgers and Diamondbacks joining progress. So there you go. Sunday, Sunday, Richmond Dragway. We'll have Sunday, 1 o'clock, Washington uh, Command Dogs at the Falcons. We'll have that game. And then Sunday afternoon, we'll get a game as well. Then Sunday night, game one of the ALCS Sunday night to be determined. All right, there's a little lineup snapshot of what we're doing. Uh, we're out of time. Man, stumbled and bumbled and rumbled my way through today, but we got it. 
Uh, tomorrow, Pedro Ruza and the Randall making Yellow Jackets. Boy, they're scoring points. And I'll tell you one thing. Pedro Ruza is not running up the score. He's not that kind of guy. They're just scoring a lot because they're that good. All right. And, of course, also joining us will be brought to you by Costin Floors, your beautiful flooring, the Big Al flooring out there. It's the beautiful flooring at Costin Floors. They'll be uh, – the coach of VMI, Daniel Rocco, brought to you by Costin Floors, will join us tomorrow as well. Uh, and Robert the, the Bruce will be with us tomorrow. And we'll be talking a lot of sports. We're out of time today. Thanks, you guys, for calling. Listen today. Thanks to our great sponsors. Go see them. They'll take care of you. I appreciate that. King at 7 tomorrow. We're back at 8. Thank you for listening. We're your exclusive home.